Welcome to Never Break Kayfabe. Your name is... Rick Davis. Your name is... My name is Michael Davis. And today, we are very excited to put our voices to the inter, inter, interwebs and share with you our, our feelings... <laughs> our feelings <laughs> on professional wrestling. Isn't it a joy and a privilege to be able to use the the interwebs to share what we like with people? Woo! <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Never Break Kayfabe. Your name is... Rick Davis. Your name is... Michael Davis. And it is Thanksgiving weekend. And we are very thankful to be able to celebrate with you the world of sports entertainment and professional wrestling. I have a question for you. Yes. Is there a documented, advertised Starcade yet? No, not really. There's this push right now from some people within leadership of the professional wrestling world to try to reclaim some of their family ideas. Ah, yes. And if you notice very quickly... Out of nowhere, NXT is doing sponsored events, titled events like Halloween Havoc. Bash at the Beach. Bash at the Beach and the Great American Bash. The WWE is starting to use some of these titled events so that they can still hold the copyright and the patents to them, which greatly frustrates me. The Stark... To answer your question on Starcade, there was a call. It's a it was a live event that was an hour and filmed for the network that was labeled Starcade. Was but it was year. a but it was a it was an hour live event. It wasn't anything special. There wasn't like any title changes or whatever. They didn't spotlight any spotlight any legends or anything. There, I maybe there maybe there was maybe like a. A horseman was on it or something. I know Dustin was on it. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, that was the one they did in Greensboro, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was... But it was an hour live event that they labeled Starcade. (laughs) So they're still using the name so that they don't lose the copyright patent on it. Yes. God. We were talking about earlier today what is the major event in AEW. And my feeling it would be very cool if it could be Starcade. Starcade has no connection or lineage to WWE. And it would be cool if it was Starcade. But unfortunately, because of the world we live in and people like money, that ain't happening. Capitalism. Cody did get his last name back though, right? I think so. I think that's what we've heard. I think he has the he has the right to use Rhodes again. Yeah. If he if he if he feels like he wants to use it for, for like I what I thought I thought he couldn't use it and then I thought it was because he didn't. I thought he deep down just didn't want, want to. to. To so he wasn't like he wasn't connected to it. He was able to do his own thing. Yeah. He didn't. They didn't need to put any father's name to their last name to make them still 
like relevant and like important why they are having the opportunities that they had and not that they don't say they because it's always been Dustin Rhodes so don't say they oh I was gonna say her but that works too she's always been Brandy Rhodes not Brandy Rhodes I'm not talking about Rhodes who is she Charlotte oh yeah like she's cool she's where is she I have no clue I've, I think on, um, I don't, I haven't seen her, like, anywhere. I haven't seen our TV. I haven't seen her on, like, social stuff. <laughs> I've seen some pictures with her with CN or whatever. On, the, Andrade. Aja, Andrade CN. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know where she yet. <laughs> But yeah, so I I thought that was that whole deal with the Roses. And do you think he, the the uh, those um, people, Mick Mahan, Mahan is is cares about them other doesn't care about them other than that he's using them so that um, the con can't have them. I think that he needs to make as much money as he can. Do you remember how I, in all sincerity, I don't mean this to sound bad. Did you see how terrible he looked at the Undertaker thing? He looked looked terrible. Very pale. I'm worried that we we are in the waning years of having Vinnie Mac, and I think that WWE is going to have a lot of problems when Vinnie Mac is gone. No offense to Mr. Levesque. No offense to his wife or or their brother, but it, I think that when that Vince is gone, WWE is going to have some issues, and I think that they're trying to get all the money right now. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, anyway, so the, no. The, there, there's no documented Starcade for this year. No, there is not. Like, I ask that because I'm asking that on Thanksgiving Saturday, which was when that they had been doing these Starcade events. They oh. did one, the one that you mentioned was last year, Thanksgiving Saturday. The year before, they had an event in Detroit. So I was wondering, well, they really can't, can they? They, they can't have a live event anywhere because of COVID, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the Thunderdome presents Starcade. <laughs> they could have three matches out there, but do they have anybody on the roster anymore that has a WCW lineage, other if, than that the that mask guy that only has one eyeball? N- no. If anything, um, uh, Hunter can make it a, a NXT the next NXT special. If they, if they diminish it, it down to an NXT special, are you saying NXT isn't is I am diminishing? Saying that if they put a WCW name on another NXT property, that is just that will throw the scent of skullduggery. I I am saying that NXT isn't their best product. I'm saying that. I'm saying that NXT is not what they thought it would be, and that's why summer. That's why Survivor Series looked like it did. 
this year the there's a big huge major difference with survivor series last year they made it that looked like it was going to be brand versus brand and they put nxt over and this year no nxt no nxt no talk or conversation about nxt and i think that they i feel that they made a huge mistake last year putting nxt over and they only the way they, they could fix it this year was to ignore nxt completely just ignore them yeah it's yeah they should not have let them kind of sweep Survivor Series the way they did. Yeah. If they won it by like one match, it would be one thing. But to have them just completely sweep, it wasn't close. It wasn't even close, and it was. They did what they could do. There, what happened when when they even started that storyline? Something happened. Was that when all the wrestlers were stuck in Saudi Arabia or something? When they started that storyline, like they yes, smack wrestlers were stuck in Saudi Arabia because of something with airplanes. I I forgot what the situation was. Yeah. But so they needed some. They need so they had people from NXT come in and make it look like they were invading. Uh huh. But it was just so they had matches and they could have people on SmackDown. Because of the airplane. That was an unplanned situation that worked. Now, later in this podcast, we'll talk about an unplanned situation that apparently hasn't worked. But that that was a that is an mm-hmm. example of an unplanned situation How, that mm-hmm. has worked. Well, uh, we got to have that great match versus um, Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. Yes. Should have a Ring of Honor match on as the main event of SmackDown. Yes. So I just it, it it's all frustrating right now. And what what did we even start talking about this? I'm so frustrated. Well, um, um what a uh Capitalism. We started capitalism. Yeah. So uh, them not letting it go. So yes, the reason I started talking about NXT was I do feel like that is just a blatant sign that they're trying to scrape things and hold it together if they put it on NXT. And it's not even... But, Ricky, I mean, look at it this way. It was an NXT show. It was on a Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. And it was Halloween Havoc. Uh-huh. It wasn't a Saturday night at seven. It wasn't even a special show. It, it was, was a freaking freaking a uh, NXT because they're trying to do everything possible to get people to watch them. They are losing by two hundred thousand people a week now to AEW. And and I'm gonna tell you that I listen to this because you're gonna you're gonna talk to me. I don't think that that says that AEW is better than WWE. I think that that says that AEW's no. A show can beat their C show. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, that does make sense. Yes. But what is WWE's A show? They, they, they. I, it, I don't know if it's SmackDown or Raw. If you look at the roster breakdown, their their A show is SmackDown now. Okay. Because SmackDown has Roman Reigns, it's got Seth Rollins, 
It's got Mysterio. All of it, it's got Sasha Banks. <laughs> it's got Bailey. Mm-hmm. All of the top tier people are on SmackDown, SmackDown because SmackDown gave them as much money as USA Network for one show. For one show. Yeah. So, I I think that A show is SmackDown now. I proved me wrong. Who's on Raw? Raw has Drew McIntyre, The Fiend, and Alexa. Uh, New Day. Uh, gosh, who else is on it? Um, who they got? Um, Hurt Business. Uh huh. <laughs> That's all I can think of yeah. right now. When Oscar, Bro- where did Brock Lesnar work? Oh, SmackDown. SmackDown. So, like, God bless the Hurt Business, because they're my favorite faction in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. But Roman Reigns, wherever Roman Reigns is at, is the A-show. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Uh, that's that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Once Becky Lynch left, um, it was definitely wherever Roman Reigns was, was the A-show. Okay, can we can we digress and talk about her for a minute? Yes. I had wanted to see pregnancy pictures, and this week they were released. Yeah. Did you see them? I saw them. I yeah. was excited. I think I sent them really, to you. Really excited for her and Seth Rollins, and I I, th- I think it's just great. I think it's just great. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be. If it's a boy, I'm ready for him to have, like, a scruffy ginger beard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You just kind of, you know how, like, some people just kind of, like, mash the parents, what they look like at the time together? Yeah. They're like, that's what your kid's going to look like? He's going to look like he's going to have a scruffy (laughs) ginger beard. He's going to be redheaded Jesus. (laughs) So he'll look just like like, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No. I I hear you though, but I was really it was just I was very happy to see the pregnancy pictures this week because I I am just so happy for Becky Lynch and I'm glad that she's in this place in her life and screw Jim Cornette it's not about yeah. being a millionaire it's about being happy being happy so yeah so Big Rick let's talk about unplanned things that are falling apart at the seams. You go. Let's, okay. Um, I don't... No, oh my gosh. Not, you they're know not what called I'm talking about. Revolution. What's Isn't their... Let me... Re- revolution, rev, revelation. Rev, re- re- retribution. 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 <laughs> and, and we're having a hard time with their name because they've been pulled off of television. Yeah. When when is the last time that you've seen a member of Retribution wrestle? I I don't know about wrestle. <laughs> I know uh, Mia Yim uh, knocked out Dana Brooks, and that's the last time I saw a member of Retribution on TV. She knocked her out, and knocked her out of the Survivor Series match, which should have put her into the Survivor Series match. But but what happened? No, Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans got put in. <laughs> they that was a big huge sign that they've had these people wreaking havoc on their shows for two months and now they don't know what to do with them and now this is what's going on. Yeah. It's it's another example of Russian NXT 
to be what it's not. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. I am sorry. It's not. It's not a roster show. It's a developmental system. I'm sorry. And they did this because they were trying to hype it up for the USA Network. Yes. And they were trying to keep all their money with USA, so they pulled NXT off of off of the, the network. network, which they didn't pull it off. It's still on there because it's how I watch it. And they put it on USA. And they put Finn Balor on it. And they put Finn Balor on it. And they moved... Um, um, they moved Ember Moon Ember back. Ember Moon back. Uh, um, p- fashion Police. They're not moving yeah. up people like Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. I think the last person to be moved up was Shayna Baszler. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee was the last person. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I forgot if right because she was up there before because i'll tell you keith lee doesn't fit what they need nxt to be keith lee is the big monster guy that needs to be on the main roster if they want nxt to be wwe roh they need to put the monsters on raw or smackdown and they need to have um shock the system uh like undisputed era. They need to have undisputed era fashion police. They need to the have prints. Would you, would you? Well, you. I don't know. Evidently, I need to practice forgiveness with um, what's his name, the Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Because evidently, he whatever accusations were made for him were false false. because she never left television so i need to display forgiveness and grace i i need to do that i i step now now me displaying forgiveness and grace doesn't mean that i have to start liking his character no because i still i never did but that's me so but the velveteen dream needs to still be there yeah so they they need to get the monsters up and have the the cruiserweights and the indie darlings indie darlings on <laughs> NXT. Yeah. And Baylor is amazing mm-hmm. and but he needs to be in NXT. He fits that mold. Yes. Yeah, I'm reading this book about Brian Pillman right now. And Brian Pillman was frustrated that he could never get over because he would always be the underdog to the monster wrestlers. So he showed a bunch of tapes to Jim Hurd and Ric Flair of all of this cruiserweight stuff in Japan, and they created a cruiserweight title uh, in which Brian Pillman eventually held. So they they really need they need it they don't need a two oh five live. No, they but, need but NXT. They need NXT to be that mold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But every time that they send a guy up to rent from NXT I the last hopefully Keith Lee is the last person to be the successful one out of it. But I don't know the, the maybe the last person who was successful out of it was like Kevin Owens. Yeah, and but but that, is he? I, but he's not. But I, he's you watch him now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they're the not. The only successful person to come out of NXT is probably Seth Rollins because Roman Reigns wasn't on NXT a lot. A lot, yeah. 
And was Ambrose ever actually on NXT? No. Okay. As because I like okay, I've watched that Shield DVD way too much. Yeah. <laughs> um. He was. They were all. In he was Florida. gonna skip. He was a part of FCW, but they were going to put him on the main roster when NXT was created. And they were going to start off with having that feud with Mick Foley that, that they started so doing. But then Mick Foley wasn't cleared. He was, he, he, he couldn't. He was not medically cleared for it. He was not it. medically cleared for it. So this kind of died. Yeah. Until, yeah. Well, but then they made the shield. <laughs> but then they made the shield. And I'm going to tell you, I listen to me very closely. As far as factions go, I, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to get some hate mail at... DWO podcasting at gmail.com. <laughs> the NWO, Shield, and the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. I will get some hate mail on that, but would is 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 Elite or Bullet Club still in like top five though? I okay so. No, the A- AEW has not been around enough, but I will say that AEW is a heavy hitter in wrestling. But the elite have never been on a grand American stage. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I but listen. I love Sinclair. I love Ring of Honor. Ring of, Ring of Honor is uh, is. Indies. Indies. So it it's mm-hmm. not I would not say Ring of Honor is a bona fide American stage. So do you so do you kinda get I, it? I I get it. Yeah. Okay. As I wear an elite shirt, the shield is But definitely... the elite's amazing. Now if you all all together, uh, like like out of teams that I think that I've had a major impact on wrestling, mm-hmm. it would be I would put it this way: I would make it the Horseman number one, the Elite number two, and then the Fabulous Freebirds. But there's there's a reality in that. But the Birds never got on a national stage, so it's it's all that kind of kind of angling together. You can't have you can't have this list without the elite on it, because the one the Freebirds kind of define six man wrestling. But I'm going to tell you right now, they didn't start their own promotion. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. Have like really get like develop themselves and create themselves on their own yeah. so much that they created their own promotion. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty amazing what the elite have done. I mean, they redefined marketing, professional wrestling marketing. By bringing in YouTube? By bringing in YouTube, and it's YouTube that did it because look at the shirts. Look at their best-selling shirts. They all started as bits on BTE. Maybe they got the merch freak on BTE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just, whatever he creates, <laughs> it pops up like the um, Christian... AF shirt, AF shirt that was a joke became a shirt. Yep. Oh my gosh! Almost the um the the Jer the Jericho is it Y two Y two Jackson or or the Bucks of Youth Bucks of Bucks of Jericho Bucks of Jericho. <laughs> and all those shirts came as jokes on there and became best selling shirts at Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you have you have to have 
the elite in that list of influential um, factions. factions. I'm wearing an elite shirt right now that I think we bought at Hot's office. Yeah. Well, I know, I know we did. Don't you have an AEW shirt somewhere? I have an AEW shirt. I have an AEW shirt. I have this shirt. I have an Omega shirt. Oh, and I have a Paige shirt. And I have two uh, Marty shirts. I got Bucks of Jericho. I got the Cody 2020 shirt. I got um, a Young Bucks Funko shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's another Young Bucks shirt that I have. Oh, you I got the Rock and you the, the Rock and Roll, Roll Express Young Bucks, and I got the Christian AF shirt. <laughs> I had to have that one. And of course, our favorite shirt is our SCU. This is the worst Northern. year I've ever Northern. lived in. All the they had the SCU bits, all those SCU bits, it with shirts. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then obviously for horsemen because they were like they were the, the first, first faction. <laughs> they were the first faction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, boss, I, I think it, we've talked quite a bit. That was that's uh, never break kayfabe for this week. How did we go without even do a podcast on uh, Survivor Series? But oh, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, SmackDown, no Raw one. Raw one. Raw had the most wins? Yes. The only SmackDown wins were um, Roman Reigns and Sasha Banks. Yeah. (laughs) Who are the two main champions, by the way? (laughs) Yeah. No offense to Asuka, but... And Drew McIntyre. But but no. no, Complete offense to Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is a great wrestler, but he's the COVID champion. Mm -hmm. So I, I wish that we could have seen how his title run would have been responded to. But we haven't. He wins the title at, a, at an arena, at a at a fanless WrestleMania. In the Performance Center. In the, in the Performance Center. That <laughs> was before the Thunderdome. <laughs> can you even imagine that? I mean, you achieve your freaking dream. You win the Royal Rumble. You're going to go to WrestleMania in the main event and have a title match. And all, and all intents and purposes, you know that you're going to win. Mm-hmm. And then you find out you don't get that WrestleMania in front of 120,000 fans. You you get a WrestleMania in, in the front perf- of nobody. In front of crew <laughs> and yeah. Michael Cole and Corey Graves at the, at the Performance Center. It's absurd. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well... That's never break kayfabe for this week. Your your name is uh, Rick Davis. Your name is Michael Davis. Everybody have a week. Enjoy yourselves. Treat yourself. <laughs>